praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another session of daily devotionals. God bless you richly this morning. My name is Priscilla Akiode and today we are going to be looking at a wonderful topic. Do something to save that soul going to hell. Do something to save that soul going to hell. But before we start, let us pray as usual. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We worship you for another time in your presence. Another opportunity you have given to us, O God, to be alive and to come unto you. Father, we appreciate you as we come unto you. Purify our hearts, sanctify our mind, our soul, our spirit, our body. Father, Lord God, we come before you, O God, as your word says in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 4, 16, that we should come boldly into your throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy. Father, we have come for your mercy. We have come for impartation. We have come to study your word and to pray this morning. Lord, receive all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you, Lord, for another hour, another minute in your presence. Take all the glory in Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Hallelujah. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. Oh, what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what sins we often fulfill. Oh, what needless pain we bear when we do not carry all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. All we need to do is to carry our problems, carry our burdens, carry everything that troubles our heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that we should cast all our cares upon him for he cares for us. But some people still find it difficult to cast their cares and you wonder, how do I cast my care? How do I just let go? How do I stop worrying? The Lord Jesus Christ says, I am here to bear your burden. I am a friend. I am a brother, I am a master, I am a father unto you. Just cast your cares. God will give us the grace to be able to do that in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Welcome. This morning, we are going to be talking about an interesting topic. Say, do something to save that soul going to hell. Do something. What should we do? Do something to save that soul going to hell. Are you a Christian? You see yourself already as a Christian. You say, I am born again. I am saved. I have given my life to Jesus Christ. What are you doing to save those souls going to hell around you? Do you have a passion for them? Do you have an interest in them? Or do you just feel, after all, I am saved. I don't need to worry myself about those people. If I talk to them, the answer, if I don't talk to them. Do you know the Lord Jesus tells us that we should compel these people? Do you know the meaning of compel? To compel is to is to persuade deeply, gently. 
is to persuade diligently. A lot of us, we just tell our people once or twice, and then they don't, when they say no, we just leave them. The Bible says we should compel. That means we should continue to persuade them diligently for the salvation of their souls. Praise the Lord. Our text this morning is Romans chapter 10. I'm going to be reading from verses 11 to 15. Hallelujah. Amen. He said, For the scripture said, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom of whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. A lot of people do not know that preaching the gospel is a necessity. It is compulsory. It is not a matter of if you like. Because a lot of people, believers, have the mentality that it is if they like. I have given my life to Christ. That's the most important thing. They feel it's if they like, if they want to. But preaching the gospel is not a matter of if you like. It is not a matter of if you want to. It is a very, very important thing that we must do as believers. We must do it if we want to be, if we want, it's part of the armor. Do you know the eight armor that the Bible spoke about that they put on the old armor of the Lord in Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10? Let's quickly go to Ephesians 6. I'm going to give you a few reasons why you should know that preaching the gospel is not a a, a, a kind of, a, 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 if you are like, it's a compulsory thing and it is necessary for you and myself. He said, put on the old armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the end devil. And one of the time I told you that there are eight armor, I used to say that there were seven, but when I read it again in another time, I realized that there were actually eight armory items where the Bible tells us to put on and each and every one of those of them is important. He first talked about that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You and I know that. And so he said, therefore, take on the old armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your what the loins guard with truth. So the belt of truth, number one, the breastplate of righteousness, the feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. That is where i'm going your feet must be short with the preparation of god or gospel is that not what we just read now in verse 15 it says how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things of course let me just give you all the eight armory because some of you might not have heard me say that it's eight armory your feet short is the third one the shield of faith the fourth one is to quench all fairy darts of the enemy the element of salvation the fifth one the sword of the spirit is number six the sword of the spirit the word of god in your mouth will declare he says praying always with all prayer and supplication that is the seventh armory the prayer life is your seventh armory your prayer life is weak the enemy will do a lot of things to thwart your vision to thwart your destiny 
to take you away from the way of God. And the eighth one that a lot of us have missed, the people that keep bunching it up with praying always. Praying is the seventh, the eighth one is and watching. Watching. Dear unto with all perseverance and supplications for all sins. To watch is to be on our laps. To watch is to be aware. The Bible has already told us in First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, that we should be what? We should be watchful. That the devil, we should be alert. We should be alert because the devil, like a roaring lion, going about looking for whom to devour. This morning we are talking about do something to save the soul going to hell. So the preaching of the gospel is a very important and necessary armory as a believer. If you say you are doing all the rest, you are holy, you are you have the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, you tell the truth always, you don't tell lies, that you have the sword of the spirit, you study the word of God. The Bible says study to show yourself approved, the workman that needs not to be ashamed of the gospel of christ you have the the sword so you have also you the, 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 the shield of faith to quench all the fairy dust you see you have all of that and you do not preach the gospel what you have done is that you have left your feet bare imagine a soldier that is fully cladded in his full armory and is, he comes with a barefoot what does the enemy do the enemy sees that feet that that is his weak point and that is where i can get him and he shoots his arrow to that there's a story there's a legend is a greek legend about um Achip or some actually heel. you know his feet was bare so your feet, if your feet is bare, the enemy can get you through your heel. Imagine how painful it is. So it is very important that we preach the gospel. Jesus Christ gave us this commandment when he was living in, in Matthew. We can see that in Matthew chapter 28, Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Let's go turn a bit our Bible to where you see the Lord's instruction is being written in four, five different books. The Lord's instruction and people still do not take that instruction seriously. God will help you and I to make sure that from today we make up our mind that we must be out there preaching the gospel every day. As you eat every day, you study the word of God every day, you pray every day. You must make it a duty to tell the word of God, to preach the word of God to someone, to give someone a tracks every day. If you start with that, say, okay, I make up my mind between this time and this time, I'm going to go out, I'm going to give someone a track. At least I must give someone a track. Or if like, if I don't see anyone to tell about the love of God, I must give someone a tract or tell someone Jesus loves you. In Matthew chapter 28 from verse 9, it says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. In Mark chapter 16, Mark 16, Verse 15, he said, Go ye, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. If you continue reading, he said, He that believeth that is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Then we see also in Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 14, Luke 14, verse 23, we are talking about do something. And to, to win that soul for Christ, do something to save that soul going 
to hell. Luke 14, verse 23. He says, And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and edges and compel them. No, I told you that the word is compelled. Not just talk to them once and then you leave them. You compel them to come in that my house may be full. And of course, we see also in Acts chapter 1, verse 7, before the Lord was ascended into heaven, he also told the disciples in Acts chapter 1, verse verse, verse 7. I'm going to read Acts 1, 7. He says, and he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times of the season which the Father had put on, uh, put in his his own power but ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost has come upon you and he goes, goes on to say and ye shall become witnesses unto me in jerusalem in judea we are to save that soul around us there are so many people that are on their way to hell some of them have refused to hear the word of god some of them says oh there is no christ jesus that the bible is a story book some say yes it happened it's just a man that lived in the past some say all sorts of things we hear people say but our duty as believers is to go out and preach the gospel the fact is that the lord even was so passionate about this gospel that even at the age of 12 the bible tells us about the situation in luke chapter 2 Let's turn our Bible to look to and we see what happened in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ as a young boy. He was just 12 years old. The Bible says in Luke chapter 2 that the priest that they all went to the temple as they normally go to sacrifice, to offer, to, 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 to worship God, and they they left Jesus behind. They didn't know that the Lord was not with them. I, you know, maybe there was a big company. A lot of them just come. It's like when you're doing all these programs, crusades, and you're doing conferences, big conferences, and everybody just comes with the family. Maybe they think, they, oh, he's my, my cousin with my uncle. Or oh, where is Jesus? He's with this person. They didn't know he was not there until some days before they realized he was not there. And then they came back to come and look for him. And in verse 49, he said, and he said unto them, how is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? When you are born again, you are a child of the kingdom. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12, that as many as receive him, to them give him the power to become the sons of God. So you are a son of the kingdom. And your father's business is to win souls for Christ. That is important. I cannot say how important, how much important it is for you to win souls. Let's turn our Bible to John chapter 5, verse 17. John, the book of John, chapter 5, verse 17. I always still prefer to open my Bible than using the digital. John chapter 5, verse 17. And let us see what the Lord says. He said, For Jesus answered them, My father walketh either though, and I walk. My father walketh. My father is walking. And I work. God is working to bring that soul to him. You also must work. The Bible says, I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. For the night cometh when no man shall work. When the night is when you close your eye in death. The night is when you are old and you cannot do some of the things that you can do as a young man, as a young woman to preach the gospel. Go out now and preach the gospel go out now and tell someone that jesus loves them make it a daily duty that god no please help me give
give me the grace, give me the strength that I must go out at least for 15 minutes and give someone the tracks. Tell someone that Jesus loves them. Tell someone that Jesus is coming again. I want to make it as a personal target for myself and I pray that you will join me to make it a personal target. And the Bible talks about that when you bring souls that the souls must remain. That whatsoever you ask in his name, if the souls remain, whosoever bears fruit and the fruit remain, whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it. Imagine that is an open check to you. The Lord Jesus Christ says, if you bring souls and the souls remain, whatsoever you ask me in my name, I will do it. It's an open check. You can ask the Lord for some anything when the souls that you bring. That means it's not for only you to just tell them about Jesus Christ. If you, if you, they, 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 they agree to surrender their lives to Christ, you must follow them up so that they will be established in church. They will be established in fellowship. They will be established in, in, in the kingdom. You don't just give back to them. Uh, give back to new souls and then leave them hanging. That's why I say every time we go through the, the Lord's prayer or we, uh, prayer for, for salvation, I always say, please try and contact me and I will personally follow you up. I will personally ensure that you are established. You know, it's a race that we are running. We are fighting a battle and you need people that will support you. You need people that will support you in prayer. You need people that will support you with advice, with Bible study. God bless you if you DM me and find out. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16, Paul, we all know Paul. Paul was the apostle that the Lord kind of commissioned for the Gentiles. He said one thing. He said, for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory. It is not something to boast about. It is not something to, to flex flex about. It is a, he said, for necessity is laid upon me. He said, it is a necessary thing. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. He said, woe, can you imagine to that level that you say, woe is unto me if I preach not the, preach not the gospel. His whole life was given to God. Paul did not get married. His whole life and commitment was given to preaching the gospel. And when Paul started giving some testimony about himself, what he had gone through in the name of preaching the gospel, and I wonder how many of us now, the Christians now, even the so-called pastors and bishops that are out there, how many of them can go through this kind of persecution that Paul went, being beaten so many times, being jailed. How many pastors have been jailed? I don't think I have heard about any of these big pastors being jailed most of them we only hear about them in their jets when here when they have jets here when they have all these big cars all they are building their big mansion we've never heard that the government jails so and so because of what he says because he told them this is wrong this is what you are doing these laws are wrong we've never heard of anyone challenging the government of anything and being persecuted for it are you really doing the father's business or you are doing your business it's a time for us to also check check yourself if you are doing god's business or you have somewhere along the line you have turned it into your own personal business second timothy chapter 4 i'm going to read that close to close us today second timothy chapter 4 verse 2 he said preach the word be instant in season out of season reprove rebuke exhort with all long suffering and doctrine preach the word 
may god give us the grace to preach the word let us begin to pray at this minute begin to say lord god the grace to preach your word the grace to go out there to evangelize the grace oh god not to sit down on my comfort zone not to sit down comfortably while souls are going to hell please father give us the grace to preach the word give us the grace to reach out to our families and our friends give us the grace oh god father to to share the word of god please know we pray for your grace begin to ask the lord for the grace of god the grace of god the enablement the power father your god we pray for the enablement oh god within us oh god we pray for the anointing upon our lives anointing upon our ministry that as we share your word we pray holy spirit that you touch the hearts of those that we share your word with the bible says no man can say that you are lord except by the spirit holy spirit go before us as we share the word of god lord share the touch the hearts of the souls of the men and the women and cause them to surrender to you lord god use us as instrument use us as tools in your kingdom father lord god i want to be a vessel of honor unto you i want to be a vessel of honor a vessel of gold lord use me use me lord i surrender my all to you surrender your life to the lord surrender your whole to him i surrender my all to you lord jesus help me to preach the word help me not to be an hypocrite an hypocrite is someone that says something and does something else help me not to be an hypocrite help me oh god to be a good example to the brethren help me to be a good example to unbelievers and sinners alike that they when they see me they will see the light of God in my life, they will see Jesus in me. Father, Lord God, the grace, oh God, to be Christ-like in my conversation. The grace to be Christ-like in my behavior. The grace to be Christ-like, oh God, in my ups and downs. Lord, grant me the grace. Help me to be Christ-like indeed. I don't want to, oh God, Father, Lord God, to be, oh God, a lazy woman, a lazy man, an unfaithful servant. Lord, help me to be faithful. Help me to be faithful in the service that you have committed in my hand. Begin to pray to the Lord this morning. Father, help me to be faithful. The grace to be faithful. The grace to walk. The grace to walk the works of him that sent me. The grace to do the business of my father. Father, Lord God, help me, Lord. Grant me the grace. Grant me the enablement. Grant me the power. Grant me, oh God, the grace to preach your word. I want to preach your word. I want to tell everyone around about the love of Jesus. I want to tell everyone around about the love of God. Lord, the grace to preach your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us begin to pray for our brothers and our sisters and our family members that are not saved. Our friends that are not saved. I want us to pray for them right now in Jesus' name. Father, Lord God, I bring every member of my family that are not saved. I bring my brothers, my sisters, my siblings, oh God, their children, their wives, oh God, my parents, everyone that is not saved in my family. In my oh God, I bring my children unto you. I bring my husband unto you. Lord, I pray for the salvation of their souls. Lord, the salvation of their souls. Lord God, cause them to come to you. Grant me the grace to keep on preaching the truth to them. Grant me the grace to keep on telling the truth to them. Lord God, that I will not, oh God, relent. Your word says I 
as you compel, Lord, the grace to keep on telling them the truth, the grace to keep on telling my friends, the grace to keep on telling, oh God, big members of my platform, the truth of your word. Father, Lord God, that it is only you that can save and no man else can save. Lord, I pray that you grant me this grace in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And so, Heavenly Father, we thank you for another time we have spent in your presence. We have just studied, oh God, how we must go out to preach your word. Father, we pray for grace. We pray for enablement to fulfill all that you have commanded us to do in the mighty name of Jesus. Take all the glory in our lives. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. That man, that woman that is having problems, oh God, I don't know, Lord, the problems. Lord, you know, Lord God, I pray that you meet them at the points of their needs and bring peace and comfort to their at that man and woman that is oh god facing difficulty and challenges in their life lord i pray for peace in that life in the mighty name of jesus that lord god you show them a way where there seems to be no way lord god i pray for that man that woman that he has problems in their body i pray for healing your healing to come upon that body from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet in the mighty name of jesus thank you father in jesus name we pray amen god bless you richly for another time in god's presence i want to specially uh, um, in, invite you to join us at holiness revival movement meetings we have meetings on uh, tuesdays on sundays i will be putting out some of the posts here on my platform for you to see and for you to join i will be putting some of the zoom link for you to join you are very welcome as you come in please just indicate right said put in your name and when you are asked at the end i want you to come forward and say how you have received the gospel how you have come to christ god bless you if you can join us wonderful that would be beautiful god bless you let us share the grace the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the sweet fellowship of the holy spirit abide with us now and forevermore amen god bless you richly have a wonderful day amen